It's Trey McBride season. And are expectations going to be raised with veteran players getting healthy? Let's discuss. You are locked on Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Cardinals Alex Clancy here. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Today's episode of Locked On Cardinals is brought to you by the Game Time app. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On NFL for twenty bucks off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Uh, first off, a uh, little cross promotion here. Make sure to go check out Locked On Diamondbacks, especially if you live in the Valley. Diamondbacks are headed to the World Series. A wild ride that shows something very interesting, just in general. The Arizona Diamondbacks are somewhat devoid of talent in very important spots. Sure, got a couple stud pitchers, a couple stud young players, could tell Marte. But what shows is a team that plays together, plays good defense, and just rides momentum, doesn't make a lot of big errors, major mistakes. Beautiful things can happen. So when we look at the Arizona Cardinals, you know, rebuild, rock bottom, starting from scratch, you know, uh, journey that, we, that we're experiencing right now, things can turn around a lot more quickly than people expect or think. And it was just, it's been a wild, wild ride watching the Diamondbacks go through the playoffs. This could be the Cardinals next year. What's to say that it won't be? especially with the offseason, they have the cap space, they have Kyler Murray coming back, things like that. You know, a lot of things have to bounce their way, but many more crazy things have happened than what we experienced with the Diamondbacks. And the Cardinals can set themselves up for success starting now as they rebuild their foundation. Now, Zach Ertz is placed on IR. Um, Hampered, he, he just never looked quite right coming back from injury um, last season. You know, and... I said a lot of this offseason that young guys should get reps. I talked about Clayton Toon getting the start because it legitimately doesn't matter. And I changed my course a little bit because Joshua Dobbs looks, you know, competent in this offense. And, uh, you know, he, he's not a Nathan Peterman, so he looks like an NFL quarterback, kind of, enough to keep him out there every week where it's not just a total embarrassment. And one of the main people that I was looking at with respect to what I just mentioned was Trey McBride. It's like, there's no reason Zach Ertz should get tight end one touches. You know, at some point you're going to need to pass the torch. Zach Ertz has been fantastic since he's been here. He's been a consummate pro. I mean, he started, I think he played Thursday night football, his last game with Philly. He was traded and he was on the sideline on Sunday, same week, different team with the Cardinals. That shows you the kind of player and teammate that he is. He's been incredible for the locker room. He's been incredible for the community. He's been incredible for everything, just like J.J. Watt was. And you drafted 
a tight end in the second round, arguably the best tight end coming out of the draft next year, last year. And, you know, I mean, there's hasn't necessarily come to fruition because, I mean, let's be honest, Steve Carr should have drafted him. Steve Carr should have drafted somewhere else. They didn't have a spot for him, and he's kind of played second fiddle. I uh, didn't get a whole lot of, you know, a uh, whole lot of snaps last year into, towards the tail end when it was him and David Blau running amok, you know, it, it, towards the tail end of last season. But Trey McBride, his comp going into the draft was George Kittle. Excellent blocking tight end. Great in space, good hands. Nobody wants to get in front of him when he has the ball running downhill. And we've seen flashes of that. We've seen baby glimpses of that. And now it's time even with Joshua Dobbs, who has been, you know, the check down guy to, to Zach Ertz, especially in the first couple of weeks, kind of as his training wheels for this offense, it's time to unleash Trey McBride. Because in the NFL, if you've got one of these tight ends, you've got a leg up on the rest of the NFL. Now, the tight end position is starting to expand. It's starting to expand. Luke Musgrave, Sam Laporta, Kyle Pitts, kind of, you know, like, you're starting to see these much more athletic tight ends in this day and age going more closely to a Jimmy Graham and away from, I don't know, Dallas Clark. I don't know. Like Dallas Clark was still a receiving tight end, but he was a big boy. Like he was, he looked like a tight end. It's different now. And Trey McBride is big. He's strong. He's quick. He's got good hands and he's a great blocker. So if you can get him in the game plan more, especially in running 12 personnel, I'm, I, I don't think that they probably go away from it. I think it's going to be Swain and McBride. I think they're going to still run 12 personnel, even without Zach Ertz, a lot. Set up the play action, and you can utilize Trey McBride. I hope that Trey McBride rivals the wide receivers for the most targets in a, in a game every week. Because in this offense, and we have no reason to believe that Drew Patson's going to go anywhere for the next couple seasons, this is what the offense is going to be. And if you can have a guy like Trey McBride be your second option and pass catcher's third option and have him, you know, deserve those looks, that's massive. That's one of the last prizes, one of the last things that Steve would give this organization. Now, can he live up to that? We don't know. He had good numbers his last year at Colorado State. Um, there is no reason to believe that given more opportunity, especially in an offense that favors tight ends a lot, where he wouldn't succeed. And I just think the timing is obviously you never want anybody to get hurt, let alone an Arizona Cardinal, let alone anybody. You don't want anybody to ever get hurt. The timing of Zach Ertz getting hurt, obviously, again, you don't want anybody ever to get injured. But when he did, it's actually the right time just to, this is it. This is the time I'm going to talk about expectations in the next segment for the team as a whole with Jalen Thompson getting healthy, healthy. They uh, released Kayvon Wallace yesterday who played in, you know, who played in Jalen Thompson's uh, position place, him and Buda Baker. They're both going to be back. Are the expert expectations raised? I think that Zach Ertz, while still being a part of the organization and we'll see what happens after this season, they may restructure and have him come back. He may retire. He may go back to Philly for a year. We don't know. But this is an addition by subtraction situation for Trey McBride. We're going to find out. He's going to get looks. Kyler Murray is going to come back in the next couple of weeks. He's going to get more looks. And we'll see what this offense looks like in a future-paced manner with the players the Cardinals have on offense currently. 
We'll see if James Conner comes back right when he's uh, eligible to come back in a couple weeks. And if that's the case, like if him and Kyler Murray both come back in week 10 or James Conner comes back in week 11, say he comes back before the bye and you have Hollywood Brown and Michael Wilson and Rondell Moore all healthy. You have Trey McBride is tight end one. The offensive line holds up, you hope, with Kyler Murray and James Conner in the backfield. You're going to start to see what this could look like in 2024. So while obviously you never want an Arizona Cardinal to get hurt, you don't want anybody to ever get hurt. The timing of it actually benefits what the Cardinals want to see to see if this is going to work for the future with the, with the personnel that they have. And I don't see a way that Trey McBride doesn't flourish in this role. We haven't seen it. We've seen clips. We've seen flashes. He is a, I going to say ballerina. That's not right. I'm going to pepper in pirouette somehow. And I think pirouette is a dance move. I don't think that's the, the Entman cookie thing from I love you, man. I'm just beautiful minding it right now. You got to give me a sec. Pirouette's the right one. Yeah. And I'm back. So there was, I think it was in San Francisco last year. Trey McBride pirouetted, caught a ball, was very, you know, uh, fleet of foot and got into the end zone from a David Blau. I think it was a rollout to the right. And he ended up extending it and getting into the end zone in a game that didn't matter in a, you know, a score that didn't matter. But we've seen enough from Trey McBride for it to be like, yeah, this is when second year tight ends pop. This is when it happens. If they have the capability to do so, regardless of the quarterback is, you could definitely see him have eight or nine targets on Sunday with Joshua Dobbs at, at, you know, at quarterback. So we'll see Trey McBride's season. What are the expectations for the Cardinals for the rest of the season as veterans start to come back and get healthy? Let's discuss that next. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by the Game Time app. I've already looked at Game Time for the World Series. They have flash deals. They have... Like, here's the thing. I, I, I'm going to tell you a little bit about the Game Time app, and then I'm going to tell you what my favorite part about them is. Okay? So, you know, whether it be football, basketball, baseball tickets, whatever it is, comedy, concerts, you shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to the next big event. And Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all, everything. Sports, comedy, theater, whatever I just discussed. Last-minute deals, all-in prices, and this is the crazy part. Okay. You see, so download the app, and I, I did this not 20 minutes ago. When you pick a seat, so it'll show you the seat and the price, you click on it, it shows you the view from that seat. So you look and you move your phone back and forth, and it'll show you what it looks like in a panoramic way. So you can see exactly what it looks like from that spot. It's wild. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account. And use code locked on NFL for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms do apply. Again, create an account, redeem, use redeem code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-NFL for 20 bucks off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price. Guaranteed. Locked on Cardinals, Alex Clancy here. Thanks for hanging out. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen. Please go to the YouTube channel. Hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. On our way to 2K, on our way to 3,000 subscribers. Thank you so much, everydayers. 
Thank you if you've been here since 2017. If this is your first listen to Locked On Cardinals, thank you as well. Football season is here and Locked On is kicking up our coverage with Locked On NFL kickoff live. Every Friday, Locked On will go live at 2 p.m. Eastern on every Locked On NFL YouTube channel. Host Tanitra Batiste, Jarvis Davis, and Kyle Krabs will break down every game on the NFL slate to get you ready for your team's matchup, your fantasy lineup, your betting angles, and more. Plus, get the in-depth local analysis from our stable of NFL hosts across the country who know these teams better than anyone else. Find Locked On NFL Kickoff Live every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern on any Locked On NFL YouTube channel. The Arizona Cardinals' expectations may tweak a little bit. And it's not, oh, the Cardinals are expected to make the playoffs. Stop. Oh, the Cardinals are expected to win this many games or lose these many games or whatever it is. Stop. What I mean by this is it's it, it's incremental, okay? Kyler Murray comes back, expectations are different, a little. Jalen Thompson and Buda Baker are both back. Expectations are different on defense than they were when neither of them were on the field, right? When James Conner comes back, expectations are going to be different. Wide receivers, expectations are, are, are remaining the same. Rondell Moore, expectations may heighten. He's leading the NFL in rushing yards from the wide receiver position. Weird stat, doesn't matter. That's cool. They're utilizing him properly. Or they're figuring out a way to best utilize the Swiss Army knife that could be Rondo more for the future, okay? So these changes and these progressions and this maturity and growth from this roster, namely on the offense, has been incremental so far because this is just, as I've talked about a lot on here and other places where I scream for the mountaintops, is... It's not about win-loss in 2023. It's about proof of concept and watching players get better throughout the year. Hollywood Brown's been fine. It's Joshua Dobbs. He's been fine. He's probably exceeded what I thought he would produce up until this point. Michael Wilson, when given opportunities and getting targets, he catches everything. He's not regressed. The game hasn't slowed down or hasn't isn't too fast for him. It's been fine. Rondo Moore has shown flashes. I can work with that flashes for Drew Petzing with, 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 you know, Kyler Murray calling the shots and not Joshua Dobbs. Garrett Wilson, one game, one interception. You know, the pass rushes leaves a lot to be desired um, defense as a whole, but the Cardinals have been competitive. They've turned the opposing team over. I think they have a plus, plus three turnover differential. That shouldn't be happening with the second worst team in football. That's why I say, see the small things. The things that the Cardinals are doing well when they're completely devoid of talent. Because those small things will happen more and more and more as they infuse more talent into the roster. We saw with Cliff Kingsbury, I talk about in 2021, I talk about this a lot, and this is one of my favorite things to discuss. Kind of. That's, it's not my favorite thing to discuss, but it's, it's a good point of reference. Cardinals beat Tennessee week one, 2021, by 100. I think they beat it by 25, whatever. They put up a 40-burger. Chandler Jones had five and a half sacks, two strip, two sack, strip sacks. Um, and I was still, after week one, I'm like, nothing's changed. It doesn't matter. Nothing's changed. And I got, I got a lot of flack for it. I don't wear that as like, I, I use that as a, um, just a little wrinkle to the story. Like, I don't care. You know, I, it, it, it doesn't matter to me, but I was like, nothing's changed because ill-advised timeouts, ill-advised penalties, Wrong play calls inside the 10-yard line that resulted in field goals. Nothing changed. The foundation upon which everything was built was still broken. 
And sure, they were just more talented. They had so many good players on that team playing at such an elite level. Cliff Kingsbury could have gone into his pool in Scottsdale and sipped a Mai Tai and nobody coached the game and they still would have won those games. But the antithesis of that in a positive way with what we're experiencing now is they're not winning games, but they're doing things the right way for when they do get talent on this roster, they will win more games than they lose. And that is the important thing to focus on. When I talk about incremental growth, that's where, like, not seeing the forest through the trees, we're in the forest right now. Is that right? I pride myself on not editing these videos because I want you to see the real me. If I say something dumb, I'm not going to edit it out. We are in the middle of the incremental changes. So it's difficult to see. It's like, you know, say you're working out or whatever, and, you know, or two weeks go by and you don't see anything, but somebody sees you who hasn't seen you in a while, like two weeks down, like, man, have you been working out? You don't see it right away, but we're, we're witnessing it through seven weeks. They are doing things the right way the majority of the time, obviously mistakes and everything like nobody's perfect, no team is perfect, whatever. But this is a far cry from what we've seen. And this is no longer, well, whoo, it's not the last regime. So it's obviously going to be better. Are we holding too much weight that it's, that is it just a positive that it's not the last regime and more so that it's about this regime? No, we are in the thick of Jonathan Gannon, Drew Petting, and Nick Rallis overhauling the dysfunction on the field and off the field that we'd experienced for a long time here. So with the expectations that I mentioned in this segment, expectations are going to go up incrementally because there's going to be more talent on the field. This is fulfilling on me until they get these guys back. This is how it's going to be. They're going to get these guys back soon. So then we're going to see what it's like in second gear instead of first gear, third gear instead of first gear. And that is going to be incredibly fascinating. And it's probably going to come with some lumps. Lumps in the sense that they're probably going to win a couple games and they're going to drop out of the top three race. And what I implore people to do, you can do whatever you want. What I implore people to do, enjoy the ride, regardless of what happens. The more games the Cardinals win this year has a direct correlative to Kyler Murray playing well. The national media is late. National media is lazy. Oh, you want that rookie scale contract? Not if you've got your quarterback for the future already. And I'm not so naive to think that Kyler Murray may, you know, may come out and not play well. And then we have that other conversation. expectations will incrementally rise, which could have a, an inverse. I'm beautiful minding it a lot today. An inverse reaction to the Cardinals draft stock in 2024. And you know what? It's a win-win. But when you have the veterans come back, elevate expectations will, will rise And that's exactly what would happen in a functional organization who are setting the stage, building the foundation for greatness in the future. And they just need that infusion of talent to really like that match to get it started. And that match will be lit in the next month or so. 
and it's going to be wildly fascinating. Alex Clancy locked on Cardinals. Take a thought update. The Cardinals had an immaculate week. I'll discuss next. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn and I have a history. I was on LinkedIn a lot looking for jobs, networking, uh, young people out there. If you're listening to Lockdown Cardinals, first of all, thank you. Second of all, network. Ask to talk to as many people as you possibly can. When my dad told me that when I was, you know, just graduating college, I'm like, that's dumb. Why would this person in a completely different field, why would I talk to that person? Well, one of those people who was a friend of a friend ended up knowing the late Kwame Lasseter, uh, rest in peace, who ended up giving me my first job in sports radio in Arizona. It's all through networking. And LinkedIn is an incredible tool, if not the best tool, to do just that. Because each new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain you have access to the best qualified candidates available. And that's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right candidates for your team faster and for free. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. That's linkedin.com slash NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. This episode of Lockdown Cardinals is also brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had winning up to 25 times my cheese this football season. You select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats, and place your entry. Price picks is really simple to play. You can make your, you know, make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, an enormous selection of player and stat types are why make what makes Price Picks a number one daily fantasy sports app. They now offer Apple Pay too for quick and easy deposits into your account this football season. So go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NFL. Use code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to hundred bucks. Again, go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NFL. And use code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. So the expectations conversation is, is fascinating because it's not one that's really top of mind. It's like, okay, how are they going to stay competitive against Baltimore? And I will be doing crossover Thursday with Kevin Ostriker from Locked on uh, Ravens tomorrow. It's one of my boys um, with this, this platform. I'm super excited to do that. Um, very smart guy. Uh, says it like it is about the Ravens. I'm excited to talk about Lamar Jackson, about OBJ, about Zay Flowers, Mark Andrews, et cetera. That will be tomorrow. So keep that um, locked in um, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts, et cetera. Uh, it's just a fascinating conversation. You know, it, it's something that expectations are not directly correlated to wins and losses, but they are definitely correlated to level of play. They've lost, Cardinals lost four in a row. Okay. So with Tankathon, um, the reason why I do this segment is just to keep people abreast of situations, okay? So the quick one is uh, Houston was on a bye last week. They're set to pick 16, okay? Um, there are – let me see here. Um, let's count together, shall we? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. So over half the NFL um, has two or three wins. So it's still a log jam. And that's good. The more rookie plays, you hope the more he loses, and that would be great for the Cardinals. Now, if he doesn't, and it's CJ Stroud, and if they 
contend for the NFC or AFC South, good for them. Cool. Doesn't matter. For the Cardinals, every team that had one win aside from them won last week. Chicago, Denver, Giants, New England. Massive. Okay. And this is just, I, I know I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth, but these are two completely separate conversations that need to be had. As we currently sit watching the Arizona Cardinals, they're in a prime position to draft in the top five next year. We'll see what happens when Kyler Murray comes back, James Conner comes back, Jalen Thompson comes back, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But as of now, through seven weeks, the Cardinals are in prime position to get, you know, to draft Marvin Harrison Jr. or to trade back for a lion's share if, you know, if, if Drake may garners two first round picks, et cetera. We can have that conversation later. We're going to have plenty of those conversations. I, it's just, I think that it's important though, that, you know, we just discuss every week for about five minutes or so where the Cardinals sit and through seven weeks through Like if you were in the camp that you want the Cardinals to get a top draft pick next year, let's just say that that's the universal thought. This season could not have gone any better. And it's not because they're losing games. The Cardinals haven't gotten blown out at all. Yeah, they lost to San Francisco. San Francisco is a, an all-star team. It's kind of coming back to earth. Interesting. But they were an all-star team. Every other game that they've played this year, they've been in. It's been a one-score game for the majority of a lot of these games. And that's fascinating. And the Cardinals offense has been has been terrible compared to what it could be with, you know, better quarterback and the offensive line's been bad on the left side, et cetera. Like this is the exact situation that you hope for through seven weeks for a team that's rebuilding. Be competitive. Don't embarrass yourself. Turn opposing teams over and lose. That's that sweet spot. It's this, that's a sweet spot of like, you know, when you're in a lane on the freeway, I'm going off my rocker today, but you know what? It's under control, so that's fine. You know when you're on a freeway, on the freeway, and you're like, man, you want to switch lanes, and then two cars that are ahead of you both switch into different lanes, and it gives you that runway. That's like threading the needle that we've had with the Cardinals this year, and it's been great. It's been great. Obviously, you don't want to see guys get injured with James Conner and and uh, Zach Ertz, but all in all, the Cardinals have played pretty well with a bad team and lost the majority of the games that they played. That's going to pivot quickly when Kyler Murray comes back. But for now, it's not so bad. Proof of concept is there. They don't have the talent on defense especially. And we'll see what happens when the veterans come back. We'll see what happens with Garrett Williams if he's able to kind of move into that CB1 role. We'll see if BJ Ojolari can, you know, now I think he's almost fully healthy. He hasn't played very well this year. Um, We'll see if Michael Wilson can take that step forward. Like this is exactly what I thought this season would go like with more player-centric conversations losing a bunch of games. I'm shocked that they've been in contention every week, especially with the roster they've rolled out, but they have, and that's awesome. Things are changing in the desert. Buckle up. These next couple seasons are going to be fun. Locked on crossover Thursday, tomorrow with Kevin Ostriker from Locked on Ravens. I'm Alex Lansing. I'll talk to you tomorrow.